Welcome to this podcast that is all about funding. From grants to crowdfunding, I will be answering questions and providing tips and advice on how to best move forward in securing grants and funding for your nonprofit, research, or business. My name is Holly Rustic, and I'm creator of WeGo Consulting and Amazon best-selling author for wish-granted tips, tools, and templates to write a winning grant. Want to get more grant writing and funding resources, books, and online courses? Visit www.grantwritingandfunding.com or wegogrants.com. Check out our free templates. Or if you have any grant writing or funding questions, you can always send me an email at hollywego at gmail.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-W-E-G-O at gmail.com. I'm excited to hear from you and to try my best to answer any questions so that you can increase your funding and impact your community and the world at large. So let's get started because money can be Hey, Changemakers. Welcome to Grant Writing and Funding. All right, so today I'm super excited. We are going to talk about the 15 creative ideas to thank your funders. And we're not really talking about donors here. We can definitely do another podcast on donors, like on individuals or volunteers who give to your um, nonprofit because that's super important too. But right now, today we're really looking at foundations. So if you get a grant from a foundation or if you get a grant or a large a donation from a corporation, then how do you really thank them? You must really show value. Value is so important. All right, so let's just kind of break this down a little bit. So are you getting funding for your nonprofit or project? If you are, yay, that's amazing. <laughs> if you're not, keep on going through the steps. Listen to the grant writing podcast um, where we go through all the steps of writing grants. I'm definitely going to throw some more in here um, because it's time to get funded, guys. But when you do get funded, don't forget to thank your funders, all right, that are actually supporting the project. All right, we do that a lot because of this example. Follow along with this example to see if it resonates with you. All right, so say for instance, our example today is you are working at an animal rescue nonprofit and see a major need for neutering and caring for strays, like stray dogs. Let's say we're really focusing on dogs. You know you need about 50,000 this year to care for 150 stray dogs. I have no idea that's accurate, right? <laughs> Which will take 25% of the stray animals off of the streets and make a huge impact in your community. Um, and also, you know, give health to these dogs and everything else. So you're like, I need this. I know I need money. And you're putting this together. So you take the time to do the research, surveying how many stray dogs there actually are in your community, what the impact is on their health by being stray, how much kennel space you would need to serve this many dogs, how many staff you would need to care for the dogs, and so forth. You also need to put together a section on the background of your staff, do research on the foundations out there that actually give to animal care community needs. Like, this is a lot of work, right? So it takes time to put together. And then, of course, you must approach the funding source, whether that's a foundation or a corporation, right? Um, and you have to meet their requirements, meet their deadline, go through their application process. The first year, you get a no, all right? But you do get some feedback on how to strengthen your application. Yay! I know no's suck, all right? They do. But just think of it with foundations. On average, you might get three years of no before you get a yes because they see so many nonprofits are always asking for their money, a lot of startups too, right? And they do need it, yes, but... The startup nonprofit or whatnot, they just did not have enough sustainability measures, so they dissolved right away. And 
So foundations kind of need to see that you have staying power. And if you're persistent, you will get a yes. And when you get a yes, man, then you got to say thank you. And if you say thank you and develop a relationship, then you actually develop a relationship and you will get consistent yeses throughout the years. They may even cut off asking um, for people soliciting to them, but you will be in their yes pool. Very awesome. Yes, it takes work. Yes, it takes time to develop relationships, any relationship, right? But when you get that yes and when you actually develop those friendships and relationships, right, then you have a friend for life. And that is what you want to think of as a foundation. So instead of being disgruntled and saying, I don't know, we're going to find me when you got that first no the first year, you apply again the second year and get the heavenly and magical yes. All right. You pick up the check, thank the receptionist at the foundation profusely and cash your check. A year later, you submit programmatic reports. Ooh, 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 ooh. Do you think that the foundation would be willing to fund another project from your nonprofit in the future if this is the amount of relation building you have made? All right, if all you've done is picked up your check, given the receptionist a kiss or a hug or whatever, and went and cashed your check and then gave reports at the end of the year. That's not developing a relationship. So the next time you apply, they probably will say no because they probably won't even remember who you are. Once you get into a foundation, you can be an annual beneficiary, but you have to develop the relationship. So saying thank you in fun and creative ways is the best way to maintain and strengthen that relationship. But what if you're like, Holly, I just, you know, I don't really know what can we do besides, you know, just saying, hey, thanks, you know? All right, so here are 15 ideas to get your mind churning. And I would say, don't just do one. Do all or a very large number of these or other ways of saying thank you. So here are 15 that I came up with. You can definitely come up with your own. So idea one, then this is kind of a standard. It's a staple. Some foundations actually require it. <laughs> but submit a press release about the award to the media. Better yet, ask the foundation to take a picture with you and submit the picture with the press release. All right, and some, like I said, some foundations actually do this. They have those huge, giant checks, right, that you see in the newspaper with a picture of them handing over this huge, like, giant check um, to the nonprofit. So this already might be part of it, but if it's not, make sure it is. Number two, create a social media post saying thank you. All right, so say thank you to the foundation. Make sure you tag them in the post. And you can also ask other people at your nonprofit to share this post organically and to tag the foundation too. So then it's like getting a lot of hits. Um, make sure you let the foundation know too. You could even send them this post and say, hey, you can send this out, you know, in your newsletter or whatever, just and ask people if they want to go ahead and share this as well. So that's a great way just to create a lot of momentum for them and a lot of awareness and value in the community of what they've done. Idea three, mail a handwritten note. Yes, the good old snail mail is totally underrated, right? Everybody gets emails these days. Everybody gets Facebook messages, uh, WhatsApps, blah, 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 blah. Like, but what about the good old handwritten note? Like, that's so cool. So you can definitely, you know, write them something, put it in a card. Hey, what if you have a cute picture of a puppy on the front of your card from your nonprofit? And then you, you know, thank you so much. Maybe have everyone sign it. Hey, you could even do like little paw prints. So that'd be so cute. <laughs> so you could really come up with these great ideas. Idea four, make a thank you video. 
Now, for the animal shelter, you could include dogs howling in the background or snuggling up with the staff or, you know, all these kind of creative things. And you can even do a Facebook Live video. Like, you don't need all this expensive equipment. You can just use your phone and do a thank you. I mean, I think Facebook Live would be great because then you could also tag uh, the foundation in that whole post. You could create a YouTube video. You could just, or you could just send one to them. So that would be great. Um, and it would just create some social media content for you guys as well. Idea five, make a personal visit with the board of directors because they're the ones who are making the decision. All right. That actually uh, went through whatever process it was to fund your project, right? So instead of just thanking the receptionist profusely, who has no idea what the check is that she just is handing over to you, go ahead and ask if you can schedule a visit at the next board meeting for the first 10 minutes. You know, you don't want to take a lot of their time, but just say, hey man, you know, um, we thank you guys so much and we just want to set up, you know, when you guys are all together at your next board meeting, we would love just to come in for five to 10 minutes and, you know, just uh, give a little presentation of what you guys are actually funding. And when you are there, um, you can bring pictures of the dogs that they're helping and also invite them to a site visit at your animal shelter. All right. And of course, if you have any swag, this would be a great time to give it out to that board of directors. Well, this kind of leverages idea five. It's invite the entire board for a site visit or to a fundraiser. But here it is. If you invite that board of directors to any fundraiser or anything that's going on, Give them free tickets for that whole year that they're funding you. All right, don't make them pay again. Actually include them and even at your fundraisers, make sure you formally recognize them and thank them. You could even give them a little plaque or something if you wanted. So, but make sure you recognize them and give them free tickets. Make them feel involved because like I said, you can actually make this so it becomes um, a continual funding source for your nonprofit if you develop the relationship. Okay, idea seven, include the foundation's logo and profile on your website. And you can have that hyperlink to their website. Um, you know, just make sure you really recognize them and that they see, oh, okay, wow, they're, they're really showing us value. Because social media posts are great, but they go away pretty quickly, right? People, it gets through in people's feed. But um, websites, it's really there, it's kind of evergreen. So it's nice to have that there, at least for the entire uh, duration where they're funding you. So that's great. Okay, number, or idea eight. Name something after them, all right? So how about a kennel? If you have this animal shelter or even the name of a stray dog, like, you know, if this is the XYZ Foundation, we're gonna have X and Y and Z, and these are usually, you know, you can name them the, after, you can name the kennel after them, name the dogs after them, name some fun things after them, and really show that they're a part of your organization. Idea nine, create a recognition wall. So at the animal shelter, you could have a I love woof wall, right? Where you have the names of donors and funders on cutout bones or just something really cool and trendy. And, you know, I think that's something that represents your brand and your nonprofit and have a lot of fun with it. Idea 10, conduct a singing telegram. All right, now this could be a lot of fun. Can you imagine if your staff dressed up in doggy onesies and went to the next foundation board meeting and had a singing telegram? I mean, that'd be so much fun. I mean, and who knows, a video of that might go viral and you could even get more funding. You could even have your dogs, uh, you know, having them do different things and put like singing behind it, like voiceovers or whatever. You could have so much fun with this. So get creative. Um, idea 11, 
give updates on your progress. So as you've asked for this money for these certain things that you're gonna actually be doing, so throughout the year, make sure you keep the foundation in the loop and let them know that their money is doing amazing things throughout the year and that you're delivering, right? So you can send a video once a month showing all the dogs they are helping. You can give a visual report that way. You can give you know a written report as well. So these are great ways, just keep them involved. Idea 12, and also kind of, that kind of goes off of idea 11, but ask for advice throughout the year. You can ask advice on small things. I mean, don't get like so where they're like, oh my gosh, these people can't make up their minds. But if you're serving more dogs than you thought you were going to or not nearly as many as you thought you would, let them know. If they actually take part in helping you find a solution, they will feel more a part of what you are doing and they'll feel more invested in that. So that's really important. If you are struggling with something, if you're having a challenge, do not try to be like, oh my gosh, we have to try to make us, you know, ourselves invisible and never let the foundation know because they gave us money and oh my gosh, we're not delivering. No. Go to them and say, hey, you know what, we're having a problem here or, you know, we're having, we're facing this bureaucracy or this, whatever is happening and say, you know, we would love to get your input. We would love to see because it is a program that they are funding. So you want them to feel a part of it and a part of any solution. Idea 13. I know this is pretty basic, but once again, a lot of people don't do this anymore. Send cards. You can send cards at Christmas, Thanksgiving, New Year's. May find out the anniversary. What is their anniversary of the foundation? Send a card then, you know. Um, and even, what about National Dog Day? <laughs> you know, send a card then. Like, come up with creative things and always keep them on your list. Like, we're going to send you cards. And, you know, you can. I think getting them in the mail is really, really cool. You can definitely send them email cards and all of that, or e-cards and all that. But I think something so tangible because many people aren't getting like fun mail anymore because everyone's doing email. So, you know, you could really do something fun with that, but just make sure you recognize them at these parts of the year. Even if you have, like I said, if you have swag, um, that would be your time of sending it. Or if, you, if they're in your geographic area, make them some cookies for Christmas. Like come up with creative ways and it does not have to cost a lot, okay? All right, so idea 14. Put their logo on all your fundraiser events throughout the year and make sure to tag them again in all the posts that include their logo. So even if they just gave her a specific project, have them feel as part of your nonprofit um, and they will want to become a part of the entire nonprofit if you kind of make them be that way. So for instance, they just gave to your dog, your stray dog project, but you also have all these other projects that you're doing, all these other fundraisers, right? Actually include their logo on other things. You have that recognition wall now. You have all these things, you know, make sure you can you can put it on. You have an advertisement, if you do PSAs, all of these kind of fun things, you know, just make sure you include them and they're going to be like, oh, wow, they really value us. So make them feel valued because they really are giving you value. They're giving you money. So, you know, really have them be a part of your culture and your organization, your nonprofit, and then they're going to want to continue to be a part of it. Idea 15, be creative and have fun. Like I said, these are all just different ideas. And like I said, don't just do one, don't just do two, do as many as you can. And just schedule it out so you don't forget, you know, and have different people do different things and have some fun doing this at your staff meetings. Be like, okay, what is a way that we can thank our funders today? And that would be a lot of fun just to come up with things. And then you remember really why you're doing what you're doing 
and why you're involving other people with it. So it's a fun process. Anyways, guys, I hope this helped you today. Just come up with some new ideas. If you haven't thanked any of your funders yet, please act on some of these things and go to town. Um, I have the whole list on my website, so go ahead and go to grantwritingandfunding.com. Check out podcasts. This is 033. And also, um, if you have not yet signed up to the Grant Writing and Funding free membership, go ahead and do that when you're there, and you will get the free funding toolkit. All right, guys, um, please, if you like this podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes. That would be awesome. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys next week. If you have any questions, as always, email me hollywego at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys. All right, guys, keep changing the world. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's show. As always, please feel free to send me an email if you have any grant writing or funding questions to hollywego at gmail.com. If you enjoy listening to the grant writing and funding podcast, then I would love to ask you a favor. Please leave a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. Thanks again for listening and go get funded.